Thank you for joining us on More Than That, a podcast where we dive a little bit deeper into what was preached on Sunday morning. We hope that this is enriching to your walk with Christ and that you love God and people that much more so that we can extend the glory of God to the people he has placed in our lives. So we'd buckle up and enjoy the conversation. Hey, City Church, welcome back to More Than That. This week we had um, Acts 10, and it was a a single chapter, um, which was kind of nice because the last couple sermons have spanned multiple chapters of the book of Acts. Um, And Larry had the privilege to kind of dissect that for us and reveal to us what God has, um, has for us about prayer in this chapter. So... Larry, if you had an extra five, ten minutes to explore something different um, than what you already put in your sermon, what would it have been? I, I don't know if it's, I think more than anything, uh, Tyler, what I'd like to do is really emphasize to people, and I, what I was actually trying to get across in my message is just how important prayer really is. Mm-hmm. And and it it astounds me as, I, as I've been a Christian through the years how... Uh, many, many people feel prayer is one of the hardest things for them to do. I mean, we can read this Bible, you know, we can yeah. study it, we can go to church, we can do these things, but, but to actually get on your knees and pray, it's just, that's just hard. Yeah. And I, I kind of opened in the beginning of saying that I think uh, much of that has to do with the fact that we have a, um, a difficulty in the expectations area. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I want to add, I think there is another uh, issue that has to do with prayer. And I've years ago, I got this idea. I have, a, I have uh, probably a half a dozen books that I've started. You know, I have notes uh, <laughs> yeah. for it. And when something comes up, I, I add it into that. And, and I have a book called Finding God on the Golf Course. And um, the idea came from when I was at a, when I, yes, we somebody, do have somebody's not time. liking my message here, but um, somebody's hungry. But I found the fact that um, you know golf is is ironically has a lot of uh, things you could see, you could understand Christianity from just the fact. And I was thinking about that this morning. It just popped into my head that anybody can can pick up a golf club and hit. Uh, you know, hit it and and get it to you know go somewhere. You know, yeah. you hit the ball. That that's not hard. Anybody can do that. Anybody can pray. But there's a a vast difference between doing it in a way that's going to drive it in the direction you want it to mm-hmm. to the longest uh, velocity. And actually, according to the experts, like there's 21 different uh, things you have to to have to recognize that you're going to do oh, wow. to actually get it to do what it, to do that. And that's why uh, it takes years really to get those kind of um, practices so that you're con you know, to keep your head down when you're mm-hmm. hitting the ball, you want to see the ball when you hit it. There's a tendency by your, your natural thing is to look up Yep, and that's going to see where it's it to going go. before. So yeah. all of these things uh, going through it, and I wonder whether prayer isn't like that, in the sense that literally uh, anything comes along, you can you can 
shout out a you know a bullet prayer mm-hmm. and 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 God hears those it's not that those are bad and I used examples in my message that when Peter sank in the water Lord save me you know well mm-hmm. he did um, same thing with uh, when Moses prayed for Miriam when she had leprosy my God please heal her mm-hmm. uh, God hears those prayers but but our prayers should be more m- mature we we should be praying um, approaching the, the 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 throne of grace with humility with but also with confidence and that comes from looking and seeing what um, how to pray well it turns out the disciples had the same problem <laughs> they came to Jesus and mm-hmm. said you know we wish we could pray like you do Lord teach us to pray and he capsulized it all in this incredible simplistic but tremendously profound prayer known as the Lord's Prayer. Unfortunately, I want to say, we use the Lord's Prayer almost like uh, a guy just hitting a golf ball. You know, I mean, not really Mm -hmm. looking at it, recognizing it. And so this would be something that I would challenge anybody, that if you really want to learn to pray, and if you are willing to commit to uh, learning, go into go and find the Heidelberg Catechism, and it's right online. No, you'll find it instantly. Mm-hmm. The Heidelberg Catechism was designed for. Uh, it has fifty-two sections, so it was designed that every week you're going through something, and if you and at the very end on. Uh, week 45 to 52 is walking you step by step through the um, Lord's Prayer. And I, I, I've, I've done that a couple times, mm-hmm. uh, going through the Heidelberg Catechism, reading the, the text, uh, reading the scriptures that, that come with it. Um, suddenly now I'm not just praying, um, you know, uh, your kingdom come, your your will be done. You're actually thinking, I am praying for to be to see his kingdom here on earth, and mm-hmm. and I am I am one of those that is going to help extend the glory of God. I really, I, I, I. I Hope I, I'm I'm really not connecting with my audience here very well, but now oh now we're we're okay. But I think this whole idea, even just praying, our Father, who art in heaven, I'm acknowledging that um, mm-hmm. anything is possible. I I I don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to. Um, limit my prayers because I know I have the one that can do all things. Yeah. Yeah, so the so the Lord's prayer is one of those um one of those prayers that you know, coming from a very traditional church and background, mm-hmm. that was one of the things that we recited almost weekly if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, mine too. I remember growing <laughs> up with I knew the prayer. Yeah, yeah, and granted I think because, you know, growing up in a traditional church, whenever we read it through out of the mm-hmm. CSB, like, 
it throws me off completely mm-hmm. <laughs> because I I want to read it or recite it as um, I think it was the King James or the RSV or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. that we that we used. Right, right. Um, it sounded pretty, mm-hmm. so I, I was I'm okay with it. <laughs> um, but that was always one of the things that that bugged me. It's like I never. I, I don't get why we just recite it. Mm. And there was never any explanation right. as to why why we're saying this and what what does it actually mean um, to ask for the kingdom to ask for God's kingdom to be to be here on earth. Um, but also, what does it mean give us our daily bread? Like things like that. I'm like mm. I I don't, okay, I'm just going to recite it because that's what I'm supposed to do, but. And there's really scary parts like forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. And in other words, Lord, to the same extent that I'm forgiving, (coughs) forgive me. Whoa. Yeah. Then that puts it in a whole different way. Mm -hmm. But but again, if we are really representing Christ, then we should be forgiving. We should be showing grace. We should be caring for yeah. others and and if you put it in the way that it's in the lord's prayer yeah then we're and i don't think it's meant to be proportion proportional i mean I've, I've some kind of think that but i i i think quite the opposite <laughs> i think what it's really trying to tell us is that we should be forgiving people we should be um showing that we have grace and mercy because it's been shown to us yeah and, and we should live that way yeah and, um so you also mentioned that we are supposed to be having a, as as we mature in Christ and become more and more conformed to Christ's image um, that we are to have mature prayers. Um, mm-hmm. What did you What do you mean by mature prayers? <clears throat> well, I guess again to use my golf analogy, you know, <laughs> I mean, uh, the longer you play, the better you do it. Y- you know, it's not just I'm. Here's the here's the thing. I mean, I hate to keep coming back to the golf thing, but that's all right. You can you can. Uh, I know guys that have because I was I remember being a caddy when mm-hmm. I was in my teenage years, and I and I'd see the guys who would make the same mistakes over and over and over again because that was the <laughs> pattern, and they would yeah. do it. That's all they knew to do. Well, if we are maturing, that means we're learning and and growing in the understanding of what we're praying for mm-hmm. and who we're praying to. Okay. Uh, in fact, my wife and I last night had this big discussion on the fact that that we see God a lot bigger. Uh, he was always big, but now as we are understanding the majesty, the the, the greatness of our God, it puts us in a much smaller you see yourself in a much 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 smaller uh you don't think of man being so hot stuff Mm -hmm. but then it brings the gospel into a greater light that that this this awesome god would would condescend to to even become one of us it's Mm -hmm. just you know whoa so that's the kind of thing that i think if you are pressing on going into god's word learning it studying it and it's not just studying prayer. It's studying and understanding who God is that mm-hmm. helps you understand who you are to understand now how much of grace has been shown to us because we are truly sinners. Yeah, yeah. There, in fact, it says, apart from me, you can do nothing. Well, that's, I'd like to think I can do something. No, 
really, there's no good. You know, we've all fallen sin, fallen for mm-hmm. the glory of God. But ultimately then, that puts the gospel on such a high plane that you just, you just, how can you not start your prayers without thanksgiving? You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. now it's automatic. Yeah. Lord, thank you that you have, you've done all this for me. Lord, I have to praise you. I have to glorify you because I look at this. But it's not out of rote. It's out of discovery, mm-hmm. I mean, out of out of understanding, out of out of faithfulness mm-hmm. in a sense. So, so that but now because I have this God, I can go before Him and literally ask for anything. Uh, just an hour ago, I had a guy. I had to. I, I got called out of a meeting that I was in because I saw on who it was, and I've been praying for this guy. Uh, because of some marriage problems, and he just—he basically was telling me his marriage is over, et cetera. And I mean, um, and I, I just—I just went through with him. I walked him through that this is not set in stone. You—you you have a savior. You have one who could hear you. You need to come before him, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he—I could—I could even hear his voice just kind of lower. He was like it was it was resonating with him he wanted to believe that um you know again i i just think that that prayer is such a key element in our in for our faith for our walk with christ and i would just like to it and i guess my my angst is that in my entire um christian walk i the only time i've re- ever really seen it in practice has been in persecuted churches mm-hmm uh they are real prayers but it's 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 different when you know that when you go out of the building you might get arrested yeah. for being there it yeah. has a little bit of a different tone when you're praying than if you're just oh yeah it's it's prayer night and I'll go pray or maybe I won't maybe I'll just sit and watch television or you know it 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 mm-hmm. I don't know it just puts it in a different context yeah and it's really and I think that's part of the human predicament is when things are going well, we tend to disregard God. <laughs> but whenever yeah. things are hard, um, I think, and, you know, we've talked about my previous marriage before, mm-hmm. <clears throat> maybe not in depth here on the podcast, but mm-hmm. just in personal conversations. Um, the time that I was praying the most was whenever things were really, really bad yeah. between us. And mm-hmm. I felt you know, mm. I honestly, I can't even remember what I was feeling. <laughs> it seems like it's been so long ago. Yeah. Um, but those times in the life of a Christian are, they are formational. Mm. Um, and they, they sometimes give us the, it's almost like a refueling. Mm-hmm. Um, but at mm-hmm. the same time, it's whenever the, whenever the bad or persecution, whatever, whatever's going on um mm. it it subsides and life seemingly returns to normal mm. that's what that refueling was for because then if we're not continuing to pray mm. we're not continuing to to pray in the same way maybe not have the same content but have the same method of prayer mm. you know that's that's the that's where the rubber meets the road yeah, in, in in the prayer life of the christian um and <clears throat> I figured I might as well plug um, Trevor's CCI course. Um, mm. 
That's good, yes. Just because he, um, you mentioned how the mature prayers are um, because of who God is, right. and it's really difficult to pray, at least maturely, if you mm-hmm. don't know who God is. Absolutely. And a good way to get to know God is to dive into his attributes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many of the attributes they're going to go through, mm-hmm. but I know it's a 16-week 16 week course, I think, mm-hmm. um, that's starting re- really soon. Yeah. So there's still yeah. time. You can still sign up. Um, so see, go see Trevor if, you, if you'd like to. Um, but, yeah, that was one of the things that really stood out to me whenever you were saying the mm-hmm. mature prayers. And I'm like, oh, it's it's because of it's rooted in God's nature not in not in ours um <clears throat> so yeah that was that was really really good um so you also mentioned that God hears all of our prayers mm-hmm. um so well let me qualify that okay i was going to ask you that was going to be my there question are like what do you what do you mean that he does not hear <clears throat> now it's not that he gets deaf it's that i'm not going to accept that prayer and there's there's conditions that that when you're mm-hmm. I, you know that that but the vast majority if you're if you're if you're sincerely praying to him you're and not doing it well the the, the classic of course is the 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 Pharisee that was in the temple, and he mm-hmm. was, and he said, prayed thus to himself. You know, he was he was just bragging, uh, mm-hmm. like God, you owe me, because look at all the things I've done. Yeah, God doesn't hear that prayer, and it's not that he didn't hear it; it's just <laughs> I'm not going to accept that. Yeah, but when God hears a prayer, that's actually in Scripture. Isn't it? Very rarely do you see, and there's there are some, but rarely do you see God answered or God is answering. It's more. What you will see all through Scripture is is I called upon the Lord mm-hmm. and and or or the Lord accepted the prayer. Mm-hmm. That means that the Lord of the universe, the one who is all knowing, all powerful, all everything, is going to take care of it. Which means mm-hmm. it's not doesn't necessarily going to be the way you expect it. In fact, I would say probably ninety nine point nine percent of the time it's not going to be the way you expected. But if you put your faith and trust in him, and this was the example I used mm-hmm. on about about my own disease, uh, to me, God wasn't answering the prayer. Just the opposite. God was preparing something be, way beyond what I had ever mm-hmm. expected. And let yeah. me just give you a one quick example. Um, there was a, a, a woman who, I was, who had a, a husband that was dying of ALS disease. And I used to visit them when I was a pastor back then. Uh, used to visit him once a week. I would go. It was he was about ten miles away from where I lived, and um, would went see Beverly and and Phil, her husband. He was just basically, I mean, he waiting to die for all. He was in a hospice situation, um, and and um, Beverly just had this super burden for Russia. She was constantly praying for Christians in Russia. And, um, and I, and I, you know, yeah, that's nice. I didn't really care to be honest with you about what uh, uh, that, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it, but it was just, her button was stuck on that. And then lo and behold, um, when I suddenly got this bug, 
by that time, her husband had died and she moved to Vermont. But she kept praying and she said one December day, she went out into the, she said her burden kept getting worse, heavier and heavier. And she one day went out, it was snowing. She went out, in, and this is Vermont now in December. She A falls place on, that I don't want to be in December. <laughs> she falls on her knees and she's crying out like, God, I have this burden and I cannot, mm-hmm. I, I, I just, and, and she sensed then, the Lord was saying, I've heard your prayer. And she said it was like this, this weight just lifted off her shoulders. It was like she just knew that God was answering it. And as I listened to her, and this was about two years after this had happened. By this time, I was already in doing my work, and uh, I was giving a talk, and she heard about it, and she happened to be in the area at the time. Anyway, she came up to me and was telling me this story, and I said, Beverly, when, what, what, when in December that was? And she told me the date. And I said, what, what time? <laughs> And lo and behold, and I'm not kidding, this is a true story. The moment that she was praying, there was a guy in Norristown, Pennsylvania, a pastor, who suddenly got this urge, I'm going to go talk to Larry. So he, he's, he's not babysitting, father-sitting his, his children. So he gets them, gets in the car, comes over to my house, knocks at the door. I open it. His kids run in. I said, well, I guess, Rob, you might as well come in. You know, your kids did. And he wanted to invite me to a conference, a pastor's conference. And, um, and I said, when is he? He said, next week. I said, wow, that's really. But, but I was really just, I felt like God was, I, I was missing something. God wanted me to do something, and I didn't know what it was. And I was praying at Valley Forge National Park. I said, you know, God, you talked to George here. Could you talk to me? Because I just, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I yeah, know I'm yeah. supposed to be doing something. So anyway, so I was really hungry, and I said to Rob, uh, Rob Robertson, I said, okay, yeah, okay, I, I'll go. And uh, lo and behold, it was there that I saw a very, I mean, just like a five-minute clip at the most of some street evangelism in uh, the Republic of Estonia, which was the USSR at the time. Mm-hmm. And as I'm watching that, it just hits me, Larry, you're going to do that. And and it just is it's just like you talking to me right now. It seems yeah. that clear. <clears throat> wow. And I wow. went up to the guy that had the video and I said, "How do you do this?" He said, well, "We're having a training next month if you, in Pittsburgh." And I said, "I'll be there." Went home. My wife said, "So how was the conference?" I said, "Great." I said, "I'm going to Russia," and she said, <laughs> "Yeah, and I'm going to the moon." Knowing your wife, that's exactly. It's, I can hear her voice. It saying. seemed. <laughs> about the thing but lo and behold but the point of the whole thing was that woman's prayer that she had no idea god was sending this man to get me to the place that was going to make this all work and i just i just find that so blessing that blessed that god gave me that opportunity to see the backstory mm-hmm. it's sort of like he lifted up the 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 curtain to say here's what was going on behind the scenes and i think there's that happens to us a thousand times over that we don't see god is answering prayer god is at work if we saw all this stuff but we're supposed to trust him that this is happening 
that this that and all that comes back to your thing god mm-hmm. hears prayer he's going to fulfill it in his way in his time in his uh way and what we should have is is trust faith and trust in him yeah um one of the you know with with me and my proclivities towards philosophy <laughs> distinctions are in are just all over the place yes. um but i when i think about god hearing prayers i make a distinction between hearing and listening mm-hmm. and a lot of that had to um it stems back to the the concerts that we used to have here <laughs> so for those of you that don't know there was a music venue in the basement of city church um for years that was run it was kind of on and off for a little bit but then it was pretty steadily run um for at least <clears throat> at least five or six oh, years yeah. Yeah. um while i was in high school and then through a little bit of college um but it was all ex- very extreme music. I um, say. It was grunge music. music. Um, yeah, was, uh... So if you walk into, the, if you were to walk, walk by the church, you would hear nothing but bass <laughs> and screaming. Yeah, um, yeah, because it was, um, it was nothing but metal, like mm. some of the most extreme forms of metal, and it is sometimes really difficult to hear. Or kind of appreciate everything, like in a live setting, <laughs> especially uh, old people. We're um, very much uh, stretched here, and uh, um, but that, but that's because, like you know, unless the mix, unless the the audio engineer doing the sound for the for the show is a professional, like I mean, most of it was volunteer, so you're gonna get, and you're gonna have some people that are very, the, their ears aren't the keenest. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to get super muddy. You're not really going to be able to understand much um, unless you already know the songs. And, and your dancing is running into each other, yeah. bouncing off of each other. Yeah, yeah. but at the, <laughs> the same time, it's cool because it's a family. If you if you fall down, somebody's going to be there to pick you up. Um, but uh, it's not until you get to listen to it on the CD or the album or mm. streaming was just starting to become a, mm. a big thing back then, and you were to sit down and listen to it Mm. not just hear it but listen to it you're focusing on it you are Mm. trying to understand um what's being said by by the vocalists but also what the guitars and the bass and the drums are saying through their music Mm. um and that's that's one of the reasons why i love that genre is it's Mm. so emotion filled Mm. but at the same time it's the same way with our prayers and how god Mm. Um, responds to them the the more we appreciate him for who he is the more he's going to listen to us because we are listening to him but if we're just if we're just hearing it's just like there's a whole bunch of stuff going on like like my daughter um completely destroying a tripod right now (laughs) um so there's background noise of which I'm sure you're hearing the crying, and <laughs> um, it's all this background noise that we're hearing. We're taking in all of this visual noise. We're 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 seeing it, but we're not we're perceiving it, but we're not seeing it. Those type of things, and it's because um, the things that we're focusing on are what we listen to, mm. and if we are focused on God 
Amen. then he's more willing to listen to us because he we're we're in line with each other um so that's that's kind of what i'd liken it to and i'm sorry if that got a little jumbled um got a little distracted there with uh making sure nobody got a concussion <laughs> so <laughs> um yeah larry that was um this was a really good conversation um just being able to dive a little bit deeper into um, into Acts 10 and kind of just the power of prayer to to not just heal um, your knee, but to heal your knee, but also to send you on on mission, basically. Um, so <clears throat> I think the big takeaway for us is to not give up. Don't give up on prayer. Even when it seems really difficult, just sometimes, like Gus and I talked about, all you need is like that that tax collector in the back. Mm. Lord, help me a sinner. Mm. And that's, mm. that is a mature prayer. Regardless of what, <laughs> how, how eloquent it was, it was a mature mm. prayer because it was because of who God was mm. and is. Not, and the, and not based on who this tax collector And if is. I could also add one <laughs> scripture that also... I think is amazing is that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond all Mm -hmm. we could ask or think, you know, that I love. I often add that in my prayers that Lord, I know that what I'm asking for, you are capable and certainly could do way beyond what I'm asking for. Mm -hmm. And and I trust that you will answer it in your way and your time. Yeah. You just, then you can sort of have peace. If you still have if you still have some angst about it, the Bible does say keep praying. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I often I've been asked sometimes, how long should you keep praying? Praying until you don't need to pray. Until Seventy times suddenly, seven. Yeah, I mean <laughs> something somewhere <laughs> along the way you're going to say, yes, Lord, you you <clears throat> you say it, you got it now, and it, and I received from mm-hmm. what I was supposed to get from seeking it. Yeah, pray. Pray as if you're forgiving. Yeah, don't cease. Yeah. Um, which again, you know, Paul also says, pray without ceasing. Amen. Um, well, there's so, always something to pray for. Trust me. Oh yeah. <laughs> never, you will never run out of things to pray for. No, for sure. <laughs> not at all. Um, so yeah, Larry, this, this was a good conversation, um, and a good, um, a good deep dive into, into prayer. And, um, so for those of you that are listening, we just want to remind you that this is not a replacement for the Sunday sermon. It is, um, a supplement. It's a vitamin to kind of give you a little bit more of a push, um, give you some of the things that, um, not that you might not have gotten through the sermon, but just a little bit of extra, um, that, you, that your soul needs. Um, because if you just do it on Sunday morning, <clears throat> if you're just being in church on Sunday morning and doing nothing else, um, we are, we are, um, lacking in, in certain things. Um, so, if you are not involved in a local church, we just want to in- implore you to do so um, because that's where you're going to start growing and you're going to start maturing so that your prayers can also mature as well. So, um, Larry, thank you, and we will see you all next week. <laughs>